Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It is opening day. We are recording this live opening day before the games start. What better way to get ready for opening day, Alan, than to place some bets? You can place some bets on today's game. You can place some future bets. You can place prop bets for the season. The best website to do it is betonline.ag. They are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all the sports action. You got the Masters coming up. We got the Final Four. And once again, opening day. Cannot stress this enough. The butterflies are churning in me stomach. Bet Online is the place to go for any action. If you don't like sports, bet on reality TV. Do whatever you want. Go nuts on betonline.ag. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That is betonline.ag. Throw me the ball and watch what I do with it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> we got Bow Wow in the house. My man Lil Zane. <laughs> Lil Wayne. Sammy Saint took me. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Long Ball Podcast with your hosts, Alan Salas and Orlando Razo. If you're listening to us, you know where to find us, everywhere you find great podcasts. And while you're there, rate us. Do us five stars if you like us. If you don't like us, don't give us five stars, but at least let us know why. Orlando, happy opening day. It is kind of funny to me that it lands on April Fool's. I don't know. Uh, Maybe I'm just a little immature in that way I, I don't know what that has to do with anything but um happy opening day day to you and to yours same to you as well uh igualmente likewise mm-hmm. as the spanish would say mm-hmm. um are you a big april fool's guy i didn't you didn't strike not me really not really or... no no i and Master i haven't even chaos. had that many like good ones done to me it's it's i i i do like i guess watching them from afar right right athletes that do it you know celebrities that that type of stuff whatever you see on twitter um but no i don't really participate at all yeah i mean sort of a prank's a prank um you know Mm -hmm. i'm always down for for a good you know good kind-hearted prank Mm -hmm. um whether that be you know setting an alarm and putting it under the bed um or just kind of doing anything to just sort of throw the mojo off but i'm not a not a huge april fool's guy yeah well Um, the one i did uh a couple years ago now april fools i think landed on easter so me and fam bam you know you go to church on easter and we took a family photo and in the family photo i basically said so so happy to to spend this time with my family before I moved to Japan. And I posted that on Instagram and it was pretty, there were a good amount of people like, where are you going? And then there's always in the, Japan. Yeah. There's always the people that have friends out there. Hey, let me know when you get out there. We'll link, we'll link up and just all this stuff. And um, telling people that obviously it's easy to, see the post and not necessarily go back and read the comments because Instagram, you, you scroll, you hit scroll one time, it's gone. So it was a little hairy to let people know that mm-hmm. um, I wasn't moving to Japan, but it was, that was probably the, the only one I really pulled off. 
I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's good. You find out you're global too. Um, well, you know, you yeah. get up with some some friends out there. That's awesome. Right. Right. Um, what a special special day, by the way. That might have been the best ad read I've ever done. Um, I was really I was really really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Opening motherfucking day. Um, I've been getting ready. I've been eating hot dogs. I've been eating hella hot dogs mm-hmm. um, to to get my mind right. Get ready. What have you been doing leading up to this day? Um, just to get after it, to to kick your feet up on the couch and just turn on some baseball. Yeah, it. Well, we've talked about this last year. I'm back in my FanDuel league. Bigger buy-in this year, so it's 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 gonna get real spicy. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Besides that, watching a lot of college, I think for me, gets me ready in a weird way because it's, it's almost like watching JV and then you're eventually going to watch varsity. So mm-hmm. been watching a good amount of college uh, baseball, getting ready for all that. And it is it is interesting. You know, we like to dive into how the game is being grown and things like that. So I have been keeping an eye on what all of our favorite handles, social media handles are doing, whether it's MLB cut for, you know, um, foolish, foolish, all of them preparing for preparing for what is to come. And it's just a, a Tatis fest, which it should be a Tatis and Mookie fest. And it does feel like not to get too deep into the face of baseball thing, we haven't been this close and we talked about and we'll talk about the the Yankees as we preview the AL, but we haven't been this close. I never thought we were that close with Aaron Judge, to be honest. I just thought that they wanted it really, really bad. It, he he ticked all the boxes, as they say, when you watch dating shows. OK, shout out Love Island and and Bachelorette. He ticked all the boxes, but it was never there for me. It was never there for me. That and connection just wasn't. It just, mutual. you know, it's, it's not that it's not you, it's me, but you know, uh, you're not, you're not my person. And I think major league baseball is realizing that Aaron judge wasn't their person. And now they have multiple because you have Tati Tati's is their many person. partners. And now you have, right. And now you have, uh, you know, Mookie as well to both of them, really leading the charge and, and and there's plenty of content with Ronald Acuna. There's just a lot of guys. So you don't have to, you know, for a while trout is trout. We we're not going to talk about what he wants to be or doesn't want to be as far as promotions and things like that. Trout is trout. You don't need trout and you don't need judge. And you know what, if the Yankees do show up this year and judge happens to bring himself back in the convo, that's great. But you don't need either of them, which is a great spot to be in for for Major League Baseball. Yeah, no, I I couldn't agree with that more. I think Major League Baseball should be more polygamous uh, in terms of their relationships yes. with, um, you know, with their their players and and the faces of baseball. You know, there doesn't have to mm-hmm. just be one face of baseball. You can you can get in tight with those other men. Um, you know, yes. Acuna, Lindor. yeah let's uh, there should be multiple faces of it fuck it trout like obviously do that use all these guys as marketing ploys get polygamous with it all Mm -hmm. right get in with everyone 
And right. I like that you realized uh, early on that judge just wasn't going to do it for you. You got, you know, you guys mm-hmm. just didn't have that, that mutual connection and right. it happens. It happens. You don't have to feel bad about it, but he could be someone else's face of baseball. Yes. You know, he could it doesn't be. have to be. You're just not exactly. mine. You're just, just not, not mine. your face. Just not your yes. face. So um, I like that before we get into uh, our AL uh, predictions, as well as, you know, our award predictions, quick little water cooler footnote. Mm-hmm. Jack Leiter has thrown 17 straight uh, no hit innings. So they almost threw a no hitter again. Uh, I think he went seven innings, no hits, of course. I think he struck out over, I think he struck out double digits. Um, right. And the team they were playing, I don't remember the team, they broke it up in the ninth inning. Ended up getting a couple of runs, but nonetheless, it's pretty remarkable what uh, what him and Kumar are doing right now. Yeah, and it's it's ridiculous. And then you see their midweek guy, I don't know if you saw that on one of the one of one of our uh, I think it might have been the 11.7 they posted about it or somebody posted about it. Um, their, their midweek guy just carving up with it started with like a 90 mile per hour slider and then and, and then a 98 mile per hour fastball. And here's my thing, I guess, out of all the sports where these colleges will go show up and basically just get ramrodded. You know, but it's a good experience because you get to see something really cool. It happens in basketball. It happens in football, usually with the SEC teams. And and it's also happening with baseball because I'm watching and I we get it. It's midweek, but I'm watching it and I'm squinting like, OK, he's carving them up. But who is that little Tennessee tech? And I get it. Hey, I get to see a really cool stadium. And maybe I luck into it, run into one, and and now I'm on Sports Center. So the risk is worth it, but most of the time, it's just going to be a tough day for you. Yeah, and um, I mean, we can do a whole show on the midweeks and how the West yeah. Coast just gets fucked because right. they play like there's not as many teams, and they play all the good teams in the midweeks. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not no disrespect to Tennessee Tech. All right, they've had some good seasons. I remember watching them. Um, but the midweeks around those, that geographical area are, are statistically not as good. Little side note. I don't know that guy's name just hand up my bad. Sorry. I do know that he graduated early. He was supposed to be a first round pick, um, oh. and he graduated early to go to Vanderbilt. Um, and oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, just classic. Keep him in. Yeah, just, yeah. Just your classic, you know, plug and play. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Vanderbilt confirmed good, confirmed uh, really good pitching staff. And with that being said, let's get to the AL. All let's right. Last week we did the NL. Um, you know, Dodgers and the Padres against the field, uh, some possible teams that could challenge them. We said the Nats, um, NL Central is wide open. Um, so the AL is a lot like the NL Central in the sense it's just wide open this year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Wide open. Who do you, who would you even say is the favorite? Yes. So looking at what we're seeing, everybody really wants it to be the White Sox, but you know how I feel about these in any sport, really these hot teams that are 
it's their year. It's their year. How many years or how many times does the hot team going into the season actually win it? Um, and, and we're not talking about a warrior situation with, you know, proven champions just adding. Um, well, the NBA is a, different too. A ridiculous, you know, a ridiculous score like Kevin Durant. This is, hey, this is a collection of people or a collection of uh, players that have continued to get better. It's time for you to take that step. We're looking at this on paper, like on paper for baseball is tough, man. But I guess based on what I'm hearing, um, I, I actually saw somebody have picked the Indians to win the uh, the AL Central. But most of what I've been seeing is the White Sox. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I'm on the White Sox train and it's not just like, I mean, yeah, they were the hot team last mm-hmm. year or this year they're the hot team this year but last year if it probably I probably wouldn't have picked them if I didn't see what I saw in the playoffs from them like they check right. a lot of boxes in terms of what uh what you would need and to succeed in the postseason you have an ace they got Lance Lynn um who can eat innings after Giolito and their lineup is I mean up and down the lineup I know Eloy Jimenez it uh, got hurt. He's going to be out most of the season. Mm-hmm. If Giolito were to get injured, uh, we would start talking about some concerns. Right. But that's Eloy Jimenez is awesome. They're a better team with him, but that lineup is so stacked, you know, that you have MVP candidates throughout the lineup. Um, so yeah. I'm not too concerned about it. And then you got a really good bullpen. You got flamethrowers coming out of the pen. Um, so I think that they are actually the most complete team and we've seen them have success in the postseason. Like they gave the A's everything that they could handle. Yeah. They had a young team. They hadn't been in the postseason probably since 2005 and already have more success than the twins have had in the last four or five seasons that they've been in the postseason. Yeah. And I mean, we could talk about the twins too. They're another. Sorry. Yeah. When I just said um, whoever I was talking about picked the Indians, I meant the Twins. The Twins. I was going to say. Was I twins. was like, that's kind yeah. of a hot take. Like, no, it was it was the Twins, and you know how we feel about the Twins. You know how I feel about the Twins. I'm not picking the Twins to I'm do anything. Never, I'm never going to pick the Twins ever. And I, ever. I'm going to pick them to make the playoffs. Like yes. great pick to make the playoffs. Wow, you look like a, a genius whenever you mm-hmm. pick the Twins to make the playoffs. And this is no disrespect to anyone on the Twins or any fan of the Twins, any coach of the Twins. Like, what have you given us? Like, how are we going to – this is, you know, this is a give-and-take thing here. Yeah. Maybe right. we're taking uh, everything by just talking about it, and you right. guys are the ones playing. But, hey, sorry, I don't make the rules. You know, I didn't right. choose this podcasting job. I didn't no. Yeah, I was. It was given the the keys were handed to me. Right. We I didn't to tell you to keep losing in the first round. Look, I, I, you could even make the argument. Sure, they might win the AL Central. I'm still not picking them to do anything in the playoffs. Like, there's nothing they could do. They they could go undefeated, and I would still have them losing. If they went 162 and 0, I would be more inclined to pick against them than I am. <laughs> yes, now. yeah. You're due. You're definitely due. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're due for a losing streak. Um, 
the Indians, I mean, they're going to pitch well. They got Jose Ramirez, um, and, and they're still a decent team. Right. Um, I love that we just de facto started with the AL Central because of the White Sox. Um, but, yeah, they're a decent team. And I think the Royals, though, are going to be potentially better. Like, they improved this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, their pitching's probably a little bit of a concern. But I like their lineup a lot. I think Benintendi right. is going to have a bounce back season. Bounce I think they back. could compete for that second wild card spot. Um, yeah, because I like their hitters in their lineup. They got a lot of professional hitters. Maybe not like the power guys, but they got dudes that are going to work counts. They're competitive, um, right. and then eventually, you know, they'll they'll drive the ball. Right, right. They're they might be one of the more exciting teams just from a no strikeout strikeout or bomb you know everything or nothing um point of view so that'll be that'll be um intriguing to 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 watch unfold the al east where do we even start um and before we get to the al east mm -hmm. i'm going through like opening day starters it is okay once again and the opening day starter for the Twins, is, and I love this guy. I, he's one of my favorite right. pitchers to watch. Kenta Maeda is the opening day starter. How and old is he? He's old, man. He's pretty old. Um, I can get you an exact age right now. I'm sure that's public information. Um, but he's not, let's, he's no Luca. He's 32, actually. So he's not really old at all. Mm. Um, he's actually still pretty young, but yeah, man, I, I'm not buying it, not buying it at all. Um, all right. AL East. Yeah. Yeah. The AL East, not even sure where to start. Um, the Rays will be in the mix. They still have pitching, even though they lost some, uh, the Yankees, man, we've talked before about what, what is the the plan for the Yankees. You know what the Yankees remind me of the Seahawks in that every year is every year pitching is a concern for the Yankees every year. And they are the Yankees, but they refuse to do nothing to fix it and just keep adding everything, but pitching or besides they add Garrett Cole to add a piece here and there, a big piece, but it's the same issues when they get to the postseason every single year. It feels like. The same way with the Seahawks, they've had a bad offensive line forever, and they've just chosen to just not improve. So I don't know what the Yankees are doing. They they have the same bats that maybe have learned to hit a curveball, but if they can stay on the field, it's been a weird cycle for the Yankees. They can't stay healthy every year. That's because they have two guys that are playing the wrong sport. We've talked about this before with Stanton and and Judge. They can't stay on the field. They can't stay on the field. That's all I know. Okay. Yeah. What do you think they would stay if they played football? They would not. Yes, because their body. I don't think they'd be able to stay on the field then either. They're getting hit by Aaron Donald every day. No, their their bodies are built for that more. Then, okay. uh, <laughs> all right, I'm just gonna so, let you run with that. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, no, I am. And so, you can't stay on the field, you can't hit the curveball when you're on the field. So, it's very confusing to me. Look, every year, yeah, Clint Frazier, you the expectations every year, Aaron Judge, 
Giancarlo Stanton, the reality every year, Mike Talkman, Brett Gardner. I'm a big Talkman guy. And Clint Frazier. That's your reality every year. Then the, then um, the two big boys come back for the playoffs. Uh, uh, you sweep maybe the twins. Hope, sweep the twins. Yeah. And then good night. Yeah. And I would like to see the Yankees, like a Dodgers Yankees World Series would be super dope. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like he said, it's Garrett Cole and then a bunch of question marks. I don't like their offense is fine. Their offense is right. so good. Um, like the way they put together at bats, you talk about um, guys that know the zone and absolutely are just in full attack mode. You know, they're mm-hmm. in, that's always an offense that looks like they're in control of the at bat against whoever they're facing. And it sucks that they <laughs> have the prospects to go out and get, or just the money in general to go out mm-hmm. and get a number two, like a legitimate ace behind their ace. They've had a, they've had multiple chances to just go out and address this problem. And uh, it's, it sucks, frankly, uh, because it, it's left the, the window wide open. I think the White Sox are in better position to go ahead and do this, like to go ahead and take the AL. Yeah. Um, I think also they're going to have to compete with the Rays. Like the Rays right now are kind of their father uh, over the mm-hmm. last year. And right. they have that sort of thing. I don't, who knows that chip on their shoulder. And then the Yankees came out and said that they were the better team last year. And it's like, what are you guys doing? So the Yankees are kind of frustrating in that sense. But I mean, in terms of talent wise, man, they're, they're still, I, I would say probably top two, three team in the league. We just know what we're going to get. It's almost like the rich yes. man's twins. If it wasn't for the twins, they'd be the twins at this point, but they can always beat the twins. So they, they right. get That's one playoff win right under, under their belt. Another team that you've been very fond of in the past. And one of those teams that, you know, this overused term of taking that next step, the blue Jays, the, the, the youngins in Toronto, you add George Springer, you add, you know, some, some talent behind you. Like we said, AL East is kind of open because you know, the Yankees aren't going to be healthy all season. Cause why would they be the, the Rays are going to pitch, but you got to think if you're looking lineup to lineup, you have to feel that you're, if I'm the blue Jays, I think my lineups, I'll pick, I'll pick my lineup over any lineup in the AL East besides the Yankees. Yeah, I like the uh, the veteran leadership that the Blue Jays have now with Ryu, you know, in mm-hmm. in terms of on the mound, and then you have Springer um, in the lineup. Right. I like the Blue Jays a lot. They're going to be really fun to watch. That's a lineup that's kind of got you know a White Sox Padres vibe to it. Yeah. They're young, they're sexy. You right. know, everyone is just kind of anticipating these younger generation of sons Mm -hmm. uh, whose daddies played in the league. Right. So I, I'm all in on the blue Jays. I, I kind of want a blue Jays Jersey uh, just because I love their jerseys. So I got to decide who I'm going to get. Right. You want it, you want it, you know, so you can match your boy Drake. I'm thinking I'm going to get an Alejandro Kirk 
uh, jersey. He's he's their catcher. He's yeah. He's like this bowling ball, and he's a legend. Um, so I'm go. thinking I'm going to do that. And our boy from uh, from Sarah Julian Merriweather. I've been trying to get him on. Uh, scheduling's been been wonky, mm-hmm. but that's shout out Julian. Yeah, shout out you, Julian. Um, but I love the Jays. I think that they're gonna. They're, there's a good chance the ALE sends two or uh, three playoff teams. That's really that's chance. crazy because we just talked about the fact that the AL Central is gonna it's it is gonna have some teams in the mix. Even like a like you talked about a Royals team that nobody is really spending too much time talking mm-hmm. about right now, and they're all gonna be decent. Which leaves us with the dumpster fire. Besides the A's, and no offense to your man, we we don't know what the Mariners are gonna do. We don't know what the Mariners are gonna do. Uh, we don't know what the Angels are going to do. I got a pretty good idea of what the Mariners are. We do know what the Rangers are going to do, which is Dang. a whole bunch of nothing. Yeah. A whole bunch of nothing. If only Nelson Cruz had caught that ball, the Rangers' tra- trajectory they just, I mean, would have been the, completely the, different. The course of, of the franchise. Did you know that they – I didn't know that they built that new stadium because it was way too hot. Like, it, it just got – way way too hot outside in the summer and that's why they built their like this warehouse stadium um yeah like the great american ballpark is super super nice right and they just built built a barn i want to give a brief moment to talk about our newest sponsor ebay for the rare dead stock or the latest release find the exact shoe you're looking for as the original sneaker marketplace eBay is the place to go to top the comparison aisle. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag. That includes a digital stamp of authenticity. It also protects sellers with a verified return process. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection tips. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has an estimated selling fee on sneakers of $100 plus, making it free to sell your flip or making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. It's tough out there in 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 Texas for the Rangers, but you know, um, and then you got the Astros, who Astros, yeah, are good, they'll man. they'll compete. But, the Astros got a good line. I think Bregman right, can but, be a sneaky MVP candidate. Hey, they're still anymore. trying to. Yeah, they proved some. Yeah, they tried to. They proved some people wrong last year. Hey, we can still do this and. You know, they they ended up taking out the A's. So they definitely showed some gall in that in that position. And and you you gotta respect that. Now you have Matt Chapman saying, and this is a tough one. We we both have A's fans that are friends. Now you have Matt Chapman coming out saying we this is the best team I think we've I've ever seen for the A's, over a hundred wins. Look, man, I'm not as down on the A's as I am on the Twins, but that might be because the A's play 10 minutes away from me. 
but <laughs> I don't really have any reason to trust the A's. Yeah, the only reason I trust the A's is because I know some people on the team. We know some people close to the team. That's why I just I'm all in on the A's. Right. Because they're hey, I'm a loyal guy. All right. You show loyalty to me, I show loyalty to mm-hmm. you. All right. That's why Dalton is my rookie of the year pick. Right. All right. He's my he's my favorite. That's a good one. Rookie. He's my favorite for rookie of the year, Dalton Jeffries. Um and he's going to help the A's potentially win a World Series this year. That's my uh, that's my take. I'm sticking to it. I'm not picking the A's to make the World Series, but I'm saying he could help them win the World Series very well. And you best believe I'll be beating my chest saying I fucking told you so uh, once he does that. So and I yeah. and I hope it happens. I hope it happens. I really hope it happens too. Um, I think, no, I mean, the A's are legit. Like, they, they're they awesome every year or the past, you know, three years or so, four years. Mm-hmm. Chapman's an MVP candidate. I picked him last year to win it. Um, unfortunately, he got injured. But the A's are awesome, man. They're, they're – it, it seems like all these AL teams are in this category of we're really, really good, but – we may not have that that completeness to us that puts mm-hmm. us in that World Series champion contention. Right. Um, I mean, you look at the look on the other side, bro. Like the Dodgers got ridiculous amounts of pitching. The Padres have ridiculous amounts of pitching. Yes, the A's have great pitching, good pitching, really good pitchers, but they're not these aces that are stacking up against Bueller and Kershaw and Dustin May, um, Snell, Darvish. It's, it it just isn't happening. So that's why the AL to me is just so intriguing because it's a lot of teams that fit this mold of, we are an excellent team, but we don't have, and some, this may change because there's always the trade deadline Mm-hmm. Some teams could go out and get another ace. Never know. Um, so that's why that's really intriguing to me. Like I said, Dalton, rookie of the year pick. The Mariners, I, I don't think it's going to happen this year. Uh, that's my hot take. I don't think that they're hmm. going to make the playoffs. I saw Jared Kelnick is not starting the season with the team, despite being probably their best hitter. And, uh, but it's not service time manipulation. He's just not ready yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not service time. Okay. Definitely not. Yeah. I thought, so what is the timeline for the Mariners? Who's got a worse timeline? The Mariners or the, it's gotta be the Giants because Giants, because the Giants have the Dodgers and the Padres. That's why. Yeah. And no, and we'll, that and the Mariners have a way better system. Mm-hmm. The Mariners system is loaded. So I think next year they could take the step, depending on how much they want to manipulate Julio's service time. Mm-hmm. Um, it all depends. <laughs> I guess it just falls on the Mariners. Like, when do you want to compete? Right. Because right, <laughs> right. you, you want to suck again? Okay. Yeah. You want to suck for one more year? That's fine. Okay. But God. they're just, yeah, it's on them. 
because they have a ridiculous amount of talent in that system. And a lot of those guys are good enough to play in the big leagues right now. So that's my. Yeah. It does seem like this can be more glaring with certain teams than others. That's not to say it doesn't happen everywhere, but I'm sitting here thinking of, you know, Kyle Lewis uh, on the Mariners and some of these guys who I'm sure don't like losing. And if they know some of these ballers are, are waiting in the wings, do you, do you think it would go down? Like, do you think it affects the clubhouse at all to say we're not bringing up our guy and we're just sucking for some money? Like this is some BS, you know? Now, obviously if, if the guy plays a certain position and the, the, the current starter is like, yeah, this is some BS. <laughs> this guy's way better than me. Right. No, but you got to think, man, this is, this is, we're really doing this again, huh? I think it affects them in different ways. Like these guys are pros, you know, mm-hmm. they, they're going to come into work regardless and, and get their shit done and, and, you know, be the best professional they can possibly be mm-hmm. subconsciously. I'm telling you as a human being, it's impossible for you not to think about that, right. not to think about like, what's the direction our organization really thinks that like, where the fuck, what the fuck are we doing? Right. Why isn't a guy that can legitimately help us out? helping us out right now so yeah it it's going it's going to subconsciously affect them they're not going to be overtly like hey this is bullshit like no they're going to continue to put their head down put their work in and be pros um but it can leak into a locker room like that and i'm Mm -hmm. not I, i this is just me speculating just knowing how baseball players work i've i haven't been in a major league locker room but it's impossible for you not to be like, that's just kind of weird that we don't want one of our best hitters in the lineup. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. you don't have to be in a, a major league locker room. That's just human nature. It's just human, it's just nature. human nature. Yeah. Um, exactly. So shout out to the Mariners. Maybe you just, just hang in there, but yeah, man, the AL is, is wide open. We have our, we have our picks and, our sleepers and uh, we went A's last. I, I don't know if you went A's, but I went A's. I think we both went A's. Went A's Braves. Yeah. I, I don't know that I can go A's again just because it's, you know what though? If Gonzaga pulls this off, usually in years like that, when one team breaks a, I wouldn't call it a curse, but breaks a spell, another team does. If Gonzaga wins this whole thing, Another team is due. It might not be the A's, but another team is due. Well, last sports cycle, we had that, you know, with Rona coming in and mm-hmm. just kind of switching up the fabric of everything. Right. We had the Dodgers win the World Series, and they haven't been able to get it done at all. Right. We had uh, the Bucks, Bucks winning the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, what the, what the hell? Um, so, yeah, there is some... Times are a changing, so who knows? Maybe the twins get it done. Maybe probably not. But yeah, my, my money won't be on it. But who who's going to be your World Series prediction? Let's let's start with that. Yeah. So World Series prediction. Um, I, I would like to go Padres, but I, I do think that the Dodgers are really looking to to turn this into a 
something that we have to to deal with um, for the foreseeable future. So I'm going to go Dodgers again. And in the AL, sure, I'll go White Sox. I like it. I like it. Who wins? Dodgers? I think White Sox to win the World Series. I like oh, it. Oh, man. Oh yeah, I I, I, I could see your brain just working right now. The obviously the logical pick is the Dodgers, but I would just as a Giants fan, I'm gonna have to go White Sox. It's a good choice. It's a good choice. The, the listeners know I've never picked the Dodgers in a series. Um, to show my support, I am picking a guy to win the Cy Young on the Dodgers. But um, my World Series, I'm going Mets versus White Sox. Um, Really? These yeah. are two hot teams. You just pick the hottest teams. Yeah, you can yeah I just hey, no, I guess it could be a little yeah. different. You gotta be a little <laughs> different. I, I like switching it up with my picks. I don't want yeah. my pick fucking Padres, Yankees, Dodgers, right. Yankees. Right. You know what? No. All right. No. I'm gonna go Mets versus White Sox. I'm going outside. It's not even outside the box. Like it's the not Mets, if the Mets we say this a lot. The Mets stay healthy. Their pitching staff stays healthy. It's a great lineup. They got power, they got speed, they got a little bit of everything. That pitching staff stays healthy. My God, are they disgusting. They got pretty much, you know, I pick a different Cy Young candidate, but DeGrom's on another level um, than any pitcher in baseball. So you get, and, and I think Stroman, this is the year where Stroman figures out a little bit and he becomes more right. consistent and more reliable. So I'm going Mets mm-hmm. over White Sox to win the the World Series, and they're bringing black, bringing back the black unis. So right. that's that's a huge huge plus. Um, AL MVP. Yeah, so I've done a lot of done a lot of thinking, going back and forth about this, and it's there. I like it. I'm going to go hot because if you're on a World Series team, you know, uh, you're probably going to have one. So I got to go my boy, Timmy, Tim Anderson. I was I was thinking about picking him. I was like, you know what? Alan's probably going to pick him. So there you go. I'm not going to do it. Uh, <laughs> damn, dude. That's that's I mean, that's a great pick. I think he's you know? got a legitimate shot. I think he's going to hit 300 and hit over almost 30 bombs drive in. 90 something runs, 100 something right. runs. So, um, I'm for my AL MVP, I'm same team. I'm going, uh, the master of 480 foot home runs. I'm going Luis Robert. Mm. He's part of the all bus team, right? Uh, just an absolutely defensive end right. that hits fucking tanks. So, love watching Luis Robert. He's got a great swing, man. Just tape measure shots. Absolute tape measure. Every home, him and Soler, and unfortunately Eloy is hurt, but those guys don't hit wall scraper home run. Every home run no. that they hit is 800 feet. It seems like. Right. Um. So yeah, I'm going. Uh, going Luis Robert, Cy Young. You wanted me to take the reins on that, correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had something a little. A little sexy. If you went, everybody's talking about the Grom 
and you know, good old Thor Syndergaard just says, "Hey, don't forget about me." He could sneak in some votes. Um, I like that. Well, we, I think we're not to the out. NL, but we'll get there. No, there you go. AL, I'm going. Uh, God damn it! I'm. I guess the White Sox are just hot in the streets. Oh, Lucas Giolito. Yeah. Um, it's. I think it's time he wins one. He's too good not to. He's mm-hmm. been trending upward, upward, upward. You kind of see the same rise. Um, he's actually kind of catapulted himself as a bona fide ace already. Um, whereas Bieber had that unanimous Cy Young season where everyone was like, okay, right. now he's, he's a bona fide ace Giolito pretty similar trajectory. I think this is the year he gets it. Um, <clears throat> he has an opportunity to carry this team to a division title. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could definitely see that. I know he had some ups and downs early last well he got hot and then he cooled off because everybody cools off but if he can obviously you have to stay hot for a a decent amount of time if you're gonna win the Cy Young if he can do that um he he might have some action I I gotta go with your boy uh Mr. Mr. Eight Pack Tyler Glass now oh yeah I love it I love it hot stuff man Hey, so, someone's got to take the reins out there in Tampa. Just my eyes the city. are just fucking glued to the team. I don't even care. He hasn't put up the best numbers. He's just right. so electric to watch mm-hmm. every single time. Fastball. It looks like he's releasing it at the batter's box, and the ball, like the way the there's, it's almost just picturesque. Like you know, NFTs. I could get like an NFT of Glasnow just throwing a hundred. Right. Yeah. If you could do. Yeah. I'm sure you can. Or you're going to be able to at some point. I think I'm going to. Um, mm-hmm. So love the Glasnow pick. Rookie of the year. Already said it. The boy, mm-hmm. the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with picture perfect mechanics. And mm-hmm. he's just first team all human. Um, he really is Dalton Jeffries. It's my pick. Right. You got to go Dalton. Um, if you're going pitcher, if we're not going pitcher, then it, it sounds so weird. I know we've seen a lot of tweets about this and posts about this, but we're going to find out what the heck we watched with Randy Arozarena. And I think he's the real deal. Um, I like him because, again, unlike some of the, the we love everybody that we've had on the show, but we disagree with some of the people we've had on the show. And I don't like the home run strikeout walk thing. Randy Arozarena strikes me as someone and someone that we've watched. He does strike out a bit, but everybody does. But on top of that, he goes the other way. He's got power to all fields. And they always said, or I remember coming up that people love these huge hitters, right? Like Aaron Judge with the tape measure, tape measure shots. I remember growing up or remember like at that time, the prototypical like best size to be a hitter is like five between like five ten and six foot. So you look at what that that literally is what Randy Rosarena is. He like him. I think Bregman's a little shorter than that, but that just that compact combination of power and contact. So that sure, if he's not hitting home runs, he's still putting pressure on the defense. And and doing things like that. So I think 
It wasn't a flash in the pan during the World Series. I think he might start kind of a wave of, look, this is how, you know, you get guys that are able to maybe not hit. Yeah, maybe you know, a home run, just like a, a, um, a dunk and a layup or both two points. A home run's a home run. Doesn't matter if it, if it is a wall scraper or if it gets hit 8,000 feet. So I'll take the guy that's hitting, you know, 360 foot homers and not striking out every time he's not doing that over the guy that hits the ball every once in a while, 8,000 feet. So I'm taking Randy. Uh, I was close to picking our boy Randy as well. Um, I, if it wasn't for Dalton, yeah. he was my next choice. I, I think, you, uh, yeah. I don't, I agree with you. I don't think that that was a fluke at mm-hmm. all. Um, he, he was really good in the minors before that. Right. Um, so I, I think we're going to see more of the same, which would mean that he's going to run away with this award. Um, NL MVP sticking with my pick from last year, favorite player in baseball. Uh, one of like we had talked about earlier, this polygamous relationship mm-hmm. that MLB is getting multiple faces of the game. Uh, Ron Acuna Jr., He's the second coming of Willie Mays guy. Just every time he gets on base, he scores. Uh, And I think the Braves really could make some noise again. Uh, Their lineup's awesome. I hope they're pitching and and with the return of Soroka, uh, hopefully pretty soon here, hopefully they're pitching. They can challenge the Dodgers, challenge the Padres, and we could see some some serious noise out of them uh, like we did last year. But Acuna is just, he's amazing. In the home run derby, the guy was going the other way as if it was just batting practice and he was mm-hmm. working on shit and still hitting nukes. Yeah, so I was going to go Acuna, but I know he's your boy. I know I can't help myself, but quick sidebar, not even a sidebar, just when you're looking at the guys who have won in the past, it's funny for me, picking Bellinger and 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 some guys had down years, right? Yelich, Bellinger, they had down years last season, and we know it was a weird season. But even so, because because Acuna, you know, didn't start out that hot either. I don't know, man. I just feel like the way it went down for Bellinger, especially, we're really gonna see what he ends up being. I think this idea that you win an MVP and you're just always going to be in the mix might not be the case. And it'll be, um, I'm very interested in seeing what Bellinger does this year. Same with Yelich, who to me, Yelich has been a really interesting case um, as far as what he brings to the table. This might sound ridiculous, but sometimes I look at him and I just think he's just a, really 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 elite tweener right like if you look at what he can hit really really well but something for Yelich with me doesn't really jive um but I do want to see what happens in this season and maybe that's because he's on the Brewers and the Brewers never do anything in the playoffs but my pick is going to be Juan Soto I just think that he doesn't get talked about enough he's young he had like the COVID thing in the beginning of the season last year showed up and hit like four bombs in four days or something absurd like that. And I do think that um, we we talked on this show about him maybe being stuck in this. If if the nationals don't 
figure it out. He could get stuck in this, um, in this kind of Mike Trout phase where it's just him and a bunch of guys, but Mike Trout has MVPs too. So I think that he could do that. And my dark horse would be somebody else from the NL East. It would be Bryce Harper. I like the Bryce Harper pick. Um, yeah. I think it's weird because Bryce Harper has gone from being almost uh, people were saying he's overrated to now mm-hmm. there's like this narrative that he's not right. that good. And it's like, right. No, Bryce Harper is amazing. Right. Like his, his uh, hard hit percentage last year, like some of the advanced numbers were some of the best of his career. Uh, I think he's going to, if he stays healthy, he always has monster seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, it all depends on health, but I like that pick a lot. I really yeah. do. Um, I think Harper is, that was going to be my next choice. And Juan mm-hmm. Soto, one of the, again, one of the many faces of baseball. Right. Cy Young, I'm going to go, and I never picked the Dodgers in a series. I'm just going to go ahead and pick Walker Bueller to mm. win this year's Cy Young. I, he's kind of like a glass now to me, but he's already established and really good. When he pitches, my eyes are glued to the TV. I think it's because his fastball spin rate is some ridiculously absurd number, but I've said it, his tight pants, he's just got this rock star vibe to him, man. I, I call him Bon Jovi mm-hmm. because he's just, he's a rock star. He, he loves the spotlight. He's a fiery competitor and he's everything that uh, young fans like the reason why fans are attracted to the game of baseball. Cause he's just, he's got fucking juice, dude. The guy brings right. the juice. Yeah, he does. He does. It is tough because he's a Dodger, but obviously if he was on your team, you'd say, okay, this guy's, this guy's a boy, you know? Um, so I like that pick. My pick, you know, you look back at what happened last year's World Series. The last time we st- we saw him, he's getting taken out prematurely. He's got a new start in San Diego, and they're going to let him off the leash, and he's going to be unhinged, and I'm going Blake Snell. Snell dog, huh? Mm-hmm. I like C- it. Comeback season, S-Z-N. Well, I don't. Would you consider it a comeback season? He was really legit last year. I don't yeah, think but I'm saying back. he got taken out in the World Series. You know, it's comeback season. He's on a war path. He's on a war path. That classifies as a comeback season. All right, that's yeah. interesting. I didn't didn't know how that. It, it does today. It does today. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm on board with it. I think that's a good pick as well. You could probably put Darvish in the mix. It, it's going to be and the Mets once again. They got Degrom. I, I, we could easily pick DeGrom. Yeah, let's just like not pick DeGrom. Yeah. And my rookie of the year is actually also a Cy Young candidate. I didn't even know this guy qualified as a rookie, mm-hmm. uh, but it's Sixto Sanchez of the Marlins. And the Marlins, we talked about them. They're freaking pesky, man. That NL East is, is sneaky good. Right. Maybe not sneaky good. They're just really good. And Sixto and Sandy Alcantara are a force to be reckoned with at the top of the Marlins rotation. Six though is God, he's got a disgusting arsenal, absolutely Mm -hmm. disgusting. And he could very well catapult his way into that elite group of aces that we talk about that you need in order to succeed in the postseason. 
Yeah. Yeah. Look, uh, that's a, uh, you know, you're digging deep here. Me personally for rookie of the year, I don't have a, a single person. I'm just going to say it's going to be somebody on the giants. Somebody on the giants is going to turn this thing around. And I don't know who, I don't know. Well, I don't think Joey Bart's rookies. even, yeah, well, I don't even Bart know if Joey Bart is. For sure. He could be, but where he would play, I, I don't know. We're going to get somebody. Trust me. Does Just Lamont Wade classify as a rookie? I think. I know he was in the big leagues. It's last close. Year. I know he. Yeah. I'll pick uh, him. I think he got an option anyway, but we'll bring him up. I'll pick him yeah. for rookie of the year. Can Yaz still be a rookie? I'm kidding. Um, there you go. Yeah. Ian Anderson still qualifies as a rookie for the Braves. And he's really, really damn good as well. Mm-hmm. He was great in the postseason last year. Dylan Carlson, another one for the Cardinals. Really good swing. Cardinals, we didn't really talk a whole lot about them. Uh, kind of did. But they're going to be right there. Yeah. And then, once again, Sixto's on there as one of the favorites as well. Um, so those are our predictions. I got Mets over White Sox. What do you have again? I have uh, White Sox over Dodgers. Gotcha. I like it. I like it. We're both on the White Sox train, man. We're jumping on. Uh, it's I hope it's a pretty crowded train. I know that already, but I'm sorry, American League. You didn't give us a whole lot of options no. to just be like, no. hey, this team Win- is, is yeah. going to run away with it. No, Win- it's wide baby. open, and I prefer it that way. I prefer not knowing. Now I get to watch. I get to sit back. I'm going to have a pork missile today mm-hmm. um, and and just enjoy myself. I might there make you some go. nachos. Who knows? There you go. There you go, man. Well, look, happy opening day to everybody. Thanks for listening, as always, to the Long Ball Pod. Catch us on social media. At Orazo, at Longball underscore pod. At the underscore Styles Files, Styles with an I. And uh, we'll see you next week. We'll talk some opening day. I mean, I'm I'm so excited for this. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.